This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening, gentlemen. Nice to see everybody. Hope everybody is doing well. We're continuing in Daf Shavua, Daf Ayin Hey. The Gemara asks the Stira, because on Ayin Dalad Bez, the Gemara asks the contradiction that if a man marries a woman on condition that she doesn't have Medarim, or she doesn't have Mumin, or even if he doesn't specifically say that. But it's presumed the guy doesn't want to marry a woman that has these imperfections, or has Medarim. And she goes ahead and she goes to a Chacham and is Mater, the Nadarim, so it's a good marriage. If she goes to a doctor and the doctor heals her, it's not a good marriage. The difference being, a Chacham uproots the Nadar retroactively, so at the time of the marriage, turns out she didn't have Nadarim. A doctor only cures from here on. The Gemara asks the Stira, uh, that there's a Brice that says if, if she goes to a Chacham, it's not a good marriage. So Rava said it's not a contradiction. One Bryce says Rav Meir, one is the um, Rabbi Lazar. Rav Meir holds a man does not mind if his wife is shamed in Bezdin. So a man could say, I married her on condition she doesn't have Nadarim. Ah, but now she doesn't have Nadarim. Why? Because she went to a Chacham. But according to Rabbi Lazar, if the man married her on condition that she doesn't have any nadarim on her, she he can say, well, uh, the marriage turns out to be good because it turns out that she doesn't have any nadarim because she did not release herself from the nadarim in a way that's pleasing to him. Namely, she went to a chacham. The man never ha- would marry such a woman that has nadarim and the only way to get it off is to publicly humiliate herself by going to Bezdin. So Romer says a man does not mind if his wife is embarrassed in Bezdin. And Rebbe Lazar says he does mind. Therefore, we're four lines from the top on Ayin Heyam and Aleph. Romer Oimer, Kol neder chacham lo says any neder that needs the uprooting of a chacham, a man can never take her back. The Romer holds, somebody who divorces his wife, because of a nether, he can never take her back. Why? Because then he could really mess her up. He could say, after she remarried someone and had 17 kids, he could say, oh, if I would have known that you could have, would have gone to a chacham to be mater your nether, I never would have divorced you. So, Rameir holds that he can't take her back, and that's a valid option to say that she could go to Bezdin and release it. Reb Lezer says, really, a neder that needs chakiras chacham, it should not be usher to take her back because he would not have wanted her to go to Bezdin. The only reason we do that is because of enoit Because of a neder that does not need a chacham to release and only needs to be released based on uh, only a neder that the husband himself could release. There, is there an issue of taking her back? Adam Rameir holds a person would consent for his wife to be ashamed in Bezin. Rabbi Lazar Savar, in Adam Lazar holds a person would not want his wife to be ashamed in Bezin. 
That's the first answer to the stira in the Braisa on Ayindalad Amar Beis. Rava Amar Rava says a different answer. Rava says a different approach. Why do one Braisa say Chacham Vihitir Mekudeshes and one Braisa say Chacham Vihitira Eina Mekudeshes? Rava Amar Hacha Beisha Chashuva Askinan. Really? Normally? In a, for a typical woman, if you, if you marry her, on condition she doesn't have nedarim and she has a nether. So then, if she goes to a chacham and he's matarit, that's fine. But here we're talking about an isha chashuva. So an isha chashuva, granted the chacham was matar her nether, and it, was, it becomes mutar retroactively. However, there's still a danger that she might make nedarim in the future. And so you say, well, if, if she makes nedarim in the future, he has an easy way out. He could just divorce her. No, that's not an easy way out. Why? Because he doesn't want to divorce her. She comes from a, prestig- a prestigious family, and now he'll be off-limits to that entire family. So the b'raisa that says that if you divorce a woman, excuse me, the b'raisa that says if you go to a chacham and he's matarit, it is not a good marriage. It's because there's no hope for this marriage. Because there's always the possibility that she'll continue making nedarim, and he doesn't have a way out because he's not going to want to divorce her. So therefore, it's not considered a good marriage. The Amar, he says, I do not want to be in a situation where I will be usher to her relatives. So the Gemara asks, If so, Seifa, the Seifa Diktani, let's say he married her on condition he doesn't have nedarim. Vihitira and the Chacham was matter. It's a Roy Favoripaisa or by a doctor and the doctor healed him. Mikudeshes. Why don't we say, listen, ain't a Mikudeshes? We should say it's not a good marriage because we're taught, we would, for symmetry, we would have to be speaking about where he's also an Adam Chashav. So if he's an Adam Chashav, then she's going to say, well, I'm worried that he's going to make an Adam in the future and there's not going to be a way out. Because I'm going to become usher to all his all of his relatives. So the Achrayim ask a Kakasha. They say it's stam a question on the seifa, even if the ratio is not talking about an adam chashav. If there's a concern that if someone makes a nedar, they will make a nedarim in the future, then it should never be a good marriage because she should always be concerned that she doesn't have a way out because. It's not up to her to get divorced. He may not want to divorce divorce her. It has nothing to do with him being an Adam Chashav. But the Gemara is asking, Adam Chashav Why don't we say here we're talking about Adam Chashav? The Amra where she'll say, I don't want to become Asr to his relatives. Says the Gemara, Nah. She's going to stick it out with him. Women don't care what their husband is. Even if their husband is a bozo, they're happy. A man is always evaluating, measuring, cheshbening exactly what status his wife is on. Because for a man, a man wants a, a woman who's up to par. A woman is happy even if the guy is a shlamazel, a shlamiel, an oisvarf. She's fine with it. She doesn't care. As long as she's married, as long as she changes her last name, and she could tell her friends, there was a guy who wanted her, a wife is happy. A man, 
He only wants A plus goods. The woman, she doesn't care. Even if she gets a sack of potatoes, she's happy. Okay. Um, what? I, I didn't hear. Uh, this should not be playing in the background of anybody's. Uh, I'm just telling. Okay. It says, She is happy with any anything. Okay? Did I just hear in the back one of some woman shaking their head or something? She's happy with any semblance of a guy. Better to be with two than to be by myself. By the way, we had this in Yivamis Kuf Yud Ches Amad Beis. Abaye Amar Dishim Shemana Gavra Korsa Becharas Ramla. Even if her husband is short like an ant, she puts her chair among free women. Meaning, she doesn't care what he what he is. He could be a hunchback. He could be a invalid. He could be uh, without any intelligence. She's happy. But we're going to see that it does not have a happy ending. With all, with all of these, uh, the tolerance that women have for their husbands, it doesn't have a good ending. Ramila, um, okay, Rapapa Amar, Dinafsa Gavra, Tikri Besefa, Bava Vitesev. Even if the husband cuts wool, which is a disparaging trade, she calls him to sit with her by the door. Ravashi Amar, Dikalsa Gavra, even if he's from questionable lineage, she doesn't ask him for anything. She doesn't even ask him for lentils. Now, so you'll ask, why, do, why are women so tolerant of these lousy husbands? The answer is, this way they could be mezana whenever they like, and then when they become pregnant, they say it's from my husband. So it's not inherently, that she's willing to put up with a sack of potatoes. It's that it fits her needs. So, um, A woman who puts up with a subpar husband, it's because uh, she has devious intentions. I have nothing further to add on that. Okay. Um, fine. Now, the Mishnah said earlier that there's certain mumin, there's certain mumin, all mumin, excuse me, all mumin that pasal kaihanim, pasal a marriage. Yeah? However, they added that there are certain women that pass a marriage that don't pass a kohanim. What are they? Zeya, a woman who's sweaty. Vishuma, or she has a mole. or bad breath. Chronic bad breath. So, but they, it doesn't pass a kohen. Says these don't pass a kain. an old kain, a smelly kain. Now, this is talking about animals, 
And, a, and a, regarding this Mishnah, Tanan, Mumenelu, Bain Kvuen, Bain Oivrin, Psulim Adam. These mumen, whether they're steady or whether they're fleeting, they passel in a person. So we see that smelly, a smelly kain is passel. And yet the, the Brisa said, a s- smell is only a soul for marriage. Am Rabbi Yosef Rechani, like Kasha. Kan beze'oiveres, kan beze'oiveres. Fleeting sweatiness is only a soul. By a woman. But if it's steady, it's a psal by a kohen. Rashi says, nothing. Now, this is very difficult. Again, the, the question is, we started off saying that smell is a psal by a woman and not a psal by a kohen. I, but we learned... Mezuham, Bain Kvuen, Bain Oivren, Arpsulin Ba'adam. So Gemara says, Kan Bezea Oiveras, Kan Bezea She'in Oiveras. Presumably, if it's Zea Oiveras, if it's fleeting sweat, it's Absul only by a woman. But if it's not fleeting, it's Absul even by Kaihanim. Question is, but it says by Kaihanim, Bain Kvuen, Ben Oivaren. Whether it's steady or fleeting, and it's a psal. So, Taisa says, Kan It doesn't mean fleeting here. It means you could, you could rinse it off, you could get rid of it, you could wash it off. You could wash it off. According to the first shot of Tosis, Oiveras means you could wash it off. Zea Eno Oiveras means you can't wash it off. Again, because the Gemara had asked the Sira. It says that smell is only absorbed by a woman, not by a kohen. And then the Mishnah said smell is a problem by a kohen. And the thing is, it says whether it's steady or passing. So what does Rabbi Yosef Rechanina mean? Kan bezeo oiveras, kan bezeo she'en oiveras. It's absorbed by a kohen only if it's eno oiveras? But the, the mission says explicitly, Bain Kvu and Bain Oivarim. So Toysus says it means, it doesn't mean uh, steady or passing, it means whether you could remove it. Ravashi Amar, Zeya Amazuam Karamas, you can ask us here between sweat and smelly. Sweat is only absorbed by a woman, smelly is absorbed even by a kain. Hasam Gabe Kaihanim Evshel Avrabikiwa de Chamra. You see, zeya by kaihanim is not absol because you could remove it with vinegar. You could bathe in the well-known wine vinegar soap, and that will take care of any smell. Umirecha penami, and even and bad breath also, 
He could put pepper in his mouth and do the Avodah. But not by a woman. Why? Because what? By a woman, she'll only do it when, you, when she needs it? What do you mean she always needs it? She's talking. Only, so you say only when she's talking. Rashi says... She's always talking. So, there's no, there's no off time. Yeah? Okay. I'm just reading the words. <laughs> okay. Hai What about the mole? If there's a hair in it, then it's a psal both by marriage and by a koyi. If there's no hair, so, if it's big, it's a psal by both. If it's small, it's a psal by both. A mole that has hair. The size of an Italian iser. Ah, oh, mamish, and yana diyayma. Okay. So it says the Gemara, really we're talking about a small mole. Amr Rabbi Yosi ba'imedes al-padachta. It's on, but it's a small mole, and it's on her forehead. So it says, on her forehead? The guy didn't realize when he went to the Brooklyn Marriott that the lady has a mole on her forehead? What was he doing? He was just his head was in the Diet Coke. So then, the, wh- why did he go out in the first place? He sees there's a mole on her forehead. Padachta Rav Nafais. If it's a, on her forehead, he saw and he was appeased. It's under her hair cover. Sometimes it's seen. Sometimes it's not seen. What do you mean her hair cover? She was covering her hair when she was single? I guess it was some kind of headband that she wore, even though she didn't have to cover her hair. Okay. Amar Rav Chizda, Hamilsa Migavra Rabba Shmiali. Rav Chizda said, this, this matter I heard from a great person. Umanu Rav Shila, and who is it Rav Shila? Nashcha Kelev. If she's been by a dog, and there's a scab there, a wound there, there's a mark to Harizamum. Amrav Chizda Koil Ava Biisha Harizamum. A deep voice of a woman is a mum. Shenemar ki koilech arev marech Because your voice is sweet. And your appearance is pleasant. So we see that an attractive quality of a woman is that her voice is not deep. So the question is, how is it a mum? Didn't he talk to her? Did she not talk to him? Tani Rabnasan Bira. Bain Dade Isha Tefach. 
that it's a mum for a woman if the space between her breasts is one tefach. Well, actually, at this point, the simple the statement is that that's what it should be. Bein dadei isha should be a tefach. So, sov Rav Acha, Brei Derava, Kamei Derava, Shil Meimar, tefach l'mal yusa. Rav Acha, the son of Rava, thought before Ravashi to say that's considered preferable. Amalei Ravashi, no. Gabi Mumentanya, that shear of a tefach, bein dadeha is a mum. Not that's how it should be, but it's considered. An imperfection. Vikama, what is the proper amount that's considered appealing? Amarabai shalosh etzvayis, three fingers. Tanya Ramnasan Oimer kol isha shedadeh gasim rishal chavrosa If a woman's dadim are bigger than typical, it's an imperfection. Vikama, what's the shear? Amarab Maisha. The sheer larger is a tefach. Says Gemara, Is there even such a thing that it could be that sheer? In the Amar Rabba Barachana. Rabba said, Now Rabba is the one who's always, you know, he has these adventures all over the world where he sees wondrous things. You know, you have the Gemara's in Baba Basra where Rabba Barachana saw wondrous things See, he says, I saw one Arab woman. She was able to sling her dadim behind her and nurse her child. Tzitzion will be said, each man is born there. This is a teaching of Ramaisha Barbered Rabbi Shoban Levi. About Sion, it will be said, each man is born there. He will establish it on high. Amr Ramaisha Barbered Rabbi Shoban Levi. Echad Hanoiladbav, Echad Hametzapeleroisa. Whether someone is actually born in Sion or whether one yearns to see Sion, they are considered born in it. Amar Abaye, said, V'chad minayhu adiv kitre minan. One of them is better than two of us. One Israeli Amora is greater than two Babylonian Amoram. Because Avira da'ara mechakma. Because the Arab Eretzisom makes somebody wiser. So one Israeli Amor is greater than two Babylonian Amor. Amar Rava, Rava said, but if we would go there, we would be better than two of them. Because here in Babel, we don't have Avir Da'ara, we have to work very hard. So if we ever take our abilities to Eretz Yisrael, Amar Rava, Bechad Minan, one of us, Kisaglasam, when we go there, we're as good as two of them. Proof is in the pudding. Rabirmiya, when he was in Bavel, he had no idea what the rabbis were saying. He couldn't understand them. 
Yeah, but when he went there, Kisalik Lasam, Karile Bavloi Tipshoi. As soon as he got to Eretz Yisrael, he said those those Babylonian scars are a bunch of fools. So we see, basically, going to Eretz Yisrael, you increase your your wisdom fourfold, fourfold. Because so long as you're here, so long as you're here, two of us we're only half as good as them. And then when you get there, you're twice as good as them. So you increase, I think, right? That's the math. If you're only half as good as them, and then when you get there, you're twice as good as them, you increase your ability fourfold. Maybe that's the reason why you're allowed to, one of the reasons you're allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael is for Lima Torah. Well, you shouldn't be allowed to leave, right? Because then you're going to go down fourfold. But one of the entertainments is you, you, so you come out, and then you develop some sort of acumen, and you go back there to Joel, so you're fourfold. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're, uh... Stop let it go. Yeah, I don't know. Now, what do these two statements of Rabbi Baba, of Rabbi Levi have to do with each other? You know, first he teaches a statement about the sheer mum of a woman, and then he teaches about Eretz Yisrael being, so to speak, the mother of all Jews, of whether they live there or they want to live there. Now this Gemara, let's see on Yom but appears elsewhere, I believe. Where else do we have this Gemara? Hmm. I don't say, I'm not sure. Alright friends, thanks very much. Tomorrow, we do maybe the most lamdish Amad and Shas. Ayin Hayam Medbez, Mesechta Ksubis. Kan Ninsu, Kan Hayu. Chazka Saguf. Ayin Venaira. Okay? Brace yourselves. Good stuff tomorrow. Hatzlach, have a great night. Recording stopped. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.